Welcome back to the Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Cody. On this week's episode, I'm going to highlight the Maxo Cream concert, and I'm going to tell you my top five favorite Nas albums, and he will be on the Two for Tuesdays this week. So let's dive in. is a rebel to America, police murderer, I'm causing hysteria, my troops roll up with a strange force, I was trapped in a cage and lit out by the main source, swimming in women like a lifeguard, put on a bulletproof nigga, I strike hard, kidnapped the president's wife without a plan, and hanging niggas like the Ku Klux Klan, I melt mics till the sound waves over, before stepping to me, I'd rather step to Jehovah, slamming MCs on cement, cause verbally, I'm iller than an AIDS patient. I move swift and uplift your mind, shoot the gift when I rip and rhyme, rapping sniper, speaking real words, my thoughts react like Steven Spielberg's poetry attacks, paragraphs punch hard, my brain is insane, I'm out to lunch guard, science is dropped, my raps are toxic, my voice box locks and excels like a rocket. Imagine being 17 and dropping a hot verse like that. For real, man. I don't even remember what I was doing when I was 17, but I definitely wasn't doing shit like that. Um, first things first, before we get into to the episode this week, rest in peace to DJ K Slay. Oh man, I fuck COVID. That's the that's one thing I want to say. Man, just you know, COVID took another, you know, uh hip hop, you know, pioneer legend from us and everything. But DJ K Slay, man, smack your favorite DJ. I, yo, for real, I that's how I was kind of introduced to him, um, mainly from this. I know I was probably, you know, really young to know, like, you know, how New York radio was back in, like, the... It, I'll say for this point, like, the early 2000s, I'll say that. Not Because he's been doing this thing for years, but for me, you know, I didn't really start listening to any type of mixtapes until I got into high school, which was 04, to be honest with you. So how I was introduced to him in some type of capacity was Pat Poops. That was the first time I heard of him. I just happened to be looking through these magazines, and I think I saw a ma- magazine article about Pat Poops, or remember seeing, like, his mixtape covers, how they used to have, like, the cartoons and shit, and it used to always just, like, man, I kind of I want to listen to do, and... I was listening to Pat Poos for a minute. I remember the mixtapes. They used to come out with him like damn near every month, it felt like. Um, and then when he was signed the job and everything. But I remember, you know, you know, K Slade being part of all of that. Even in the radio show, I do remember uh the beef between Saigon and um and Joe Budden. And I just remember Saigon being on the radio station. He was saying some it wasn't supposed to be funny. It just happened to be funny. That's that's all I want to say. I don't want to go try to dig up some old beef because that was pretty pretty major at that time. Um, another big memory I love for K Slay 
the Beef DVD, uh, Beef 3 to be exact. He was the narrator for that one. And it's super crazy because Beef 3 and Beef 4, we both lost them, uh, the narrators, which was Charlie Murphy as well as um, the K-Slab. But K-Slab had a cool little voice and everything like that. He actually just happened to be one of them dudes where, you know, if you wanted your record to be broke or you just, you know, or you think about the big, like, mixtape radio DJs is Flex, it's Clue, and it's K-Slay. So, uh, and it's probably more, but I'm just, I'm speaking from a dude, I'm just a 32-year-old from Oklahoma, and, you know, come on, give me some, cut me some slack on that one. But at the same time, you know, rest in peace to him. Um, Hope you guys had a good Easter and everything like that. Didn't say that to you last week, so please don't, please don't hurt me for that. Um, But, man, episode 47 of Access Code Podcast, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, But this weekend... It was a it was a lot happening this past weekend. I mean, Coachella, you know, you know, we got the return of Isaiah Rashad. I love that we got the return of Isaiah because, man, let me tell you, you know, with everything that was going on, I knew that when he come back, he was gonna make a big impact. So, and shout out to all y'all that really like supported him as well. And um, shit, the NBA playoffs. I didn't watch every game. But when I watched that game on Sunday between Boston and Brooklyn, man, that is this series is going to be, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I hope it goes seven. I hope it goes to seven. This is going to be the best series for the first round out of any conference. I'm just throwing it out right now. So I hope it goes to seven games. But that that buzzer beater, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm eating at the dinner table, and I couldn't even see the clock. So when that buzzer beater happened, I didn't even realize it was a buzzer beater. I just thought it was a great shot. It was, but just saying. But, man, I have to, uh, I wanted to talk about that. And then also the USFL football. I watched that on Saturday. And also the game on Sunday, um, I watched two of them. I didn't see the third game they had, and I know yesterday they had one, so I don't know if I watched it because I'm recording it the day that it's happening, so I'm just throwing that out. But the USFL, big, uh, big, you know, hopefully does well because it's a little different, and I say different because they have eight teams, eight different cities, and they're playing in two different stadiums in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to take a minute. Um, first week is going to probably be their biggest week, and then I see the numbers going down. Don't kill the messenger on that one. I'm just saying, y'all, when y'all didn't decide to play the stadiums where the teams are based, where they can, you know, people can cheer for their teams. I mean, ten dollar tickets and kids getting for free is a deal, and you only having people go to Alabama. So, but hope it does well and everything like that. Now, I want to tell you something else that happened last week. On Wednesday, I went to the Maxo Cream concert. Um, my first time seeing Maxo in, in, in concert and everything, but the last few albums he put out was really good. And, hey, he was on the schedule to come to Oklahoma City, so might as well check it out. My first time going to uh, Tower Theater. And, in fact, this was my first Oklahoma City concert for an artist that's not from Oklahoma City since Megan the Stallion 2019. And that concert from Megan wasn't necessarily the best best not we won't get into details about that but um but i haven't been to one and since that time i mean we had the pandemic and a lot of artists that i either didn't listen to like that you know hey any type of concerts i wanted to travel for i did right so i went there my first time in tower theater which is super crazy because i know they had tyler quality year one year they had davies but this is my first one so 
Um, wanted to get a feel of it. Went to it. Saw a couple of people I knew and everything like that. I mean, you guys know Worm. He was on the show, you know. And if you're not, you're living under a rock. One of the best producers in the state. I got to see him as I was coming in and everything. Um, I did not go to the laboratory um, when he when Max O'Cream was giving away the Oklahoma City Persona shirts. Um, and I've been talking about it like, man, you know, he's been doing this at certain cities. So I hope he does Oklahoma City Dunder design, which he did. I did not go to it because it was just timing i just couldn't go so i'm thinking maybe they were gonna sell that at the concert but i wound up leaving before but here's the thing a little different crowd for me um i i went there and i and i felt weird because i felt like i was one of the oldest people there um turns out before i left i was not but at the same time it just it felt different um like i said i haven't been to a concert in oklahoma city like that since 2019 so it it was different it was different and um but for for his showing, um, cause you know they had uh, this guy named Lil Bob opened up. It was cool. Uh, Peso Peso, I haven't seen him in person before. I heard his name, and you know he was cool. But Maxo, he was he was great when he came out. You know, um, he definitely uh, was trying to rock with the crowd and everything like that. Um, catch his YouTube series on well YouTube, obviously the vlogs and stuff like that. So I'm wondering how the Oklahoma City part will show up. Uh, hopefully, it's more than like a few minutes and everything. But it may not be just because he went to Coachella like really soon. So it was good for him. Plus, plus he was selling merch out there. Um, before what it was, the concert was good. He was performing some songs and, you know, um, hey, I heard Fetty Live. So it was a cool concert and everything like that. I will be going back to Tower Theater on May 4th for Freddie Gibbs. That one I'm excited for because uh, I'm interested in seeing how his live show uh, will work. Because I've never seen him live. But at the same time, great showing and everything like that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I got this week. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and just kind of do that part fast because, um, right now your boy is hungry. So, so let me finish out this episode for y'all. Let me get into what we're going to be talking about this week. My top five Nas albums. So since I'm in year two of Access Code Podcast, that was something that happened last year that wound up being something major for me and I didn't even know it was going to be happening. I dropped the episode back in June of last year called My Top 5 Hove Albums. And for some reason, and I'm not complaining because I love it, but I just did not see this happening. That was my most downloaded and most listened episode of Access Code. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, I don't even know if it was just who all listened to it. If you, if you did, thank you. Because I did not expect that to be happening. So I decided since today is April 19th and one of the best hip hop albums to ever dropped on this day 28 years ago, Illmatic, I decided, you know what, how about I do a top five Nas album list? Now, I just want to give the disclaimer. My list is not going to be the same as, say, like a complex or double XL or whatever. It's going to be a little different. And just this is my true feeling. So when you guys listen to this, don't try to inbox me or send me emails or whatever. Like, you know, you bugging. Look, this is my list. My list is different from yours and different from the next man's. OK, so just giving that disclaimer. So before I get started with my list, I have to, you know, give out some honorable mentions. First one I'm going to give out to is Hip Hop is Dead. The reason why I'm giving that one an honorable mention is because that was like the first Nas album I bought, like when it released. As in, like, you know, I, I remember getting, uh, you know, Illmatic, and it was written like years later. 
after, you know, I was four when Illmatic dropped. I was six when, you know, uh, it was written. So I, I'm not going to just, hey, mom, guess what? I want to, you know, Nas album. You know, not like that. Um, my brother actually, that same year that I bought um, Hip Hop Is Dead, which either it was 2006 or 2007, I got that because um, he had kind of like broke down the albums for me in a way where I never had listened to music. So I definitely credit my brother Lee for putting me on to uh, Nas and put me on to Jay. But at the same time, you know, hip hop was dead. That was a really good project. Plus, it just it was a cool little concept at the time and everything. And on top of that, that was the first like collaboration we really got from Nas and Jay with Black Republican. And, you know, he had some joints on that one. So I really enjoyed that one. Uh, another album I'm going to go ahead and give an honorable mention to King's, King's Disease, the first one. You know, him, you know, getting with Hit, that was a cool album. Um, I thought that was a great concept. Won a Grammy, first Nas Grammy. And I enjoyed that because it's like, you know, he finally got, you know, an award for his recognition. Not necessarily like, you know, the albums that I would have wanted him to win it for, but I'm happy he was able to win it, especially with Hit Boy, because when Nas with the whole, he can't really select beats, he kind of ended that discussion and got with one of the best producers in the game today. So I wanted to go ahead and highlight those two. Now... Obviously, that leaves five. So, let's go in. Now, I just said King's Disease, the first one. So, number five on this list, King's Disease 2. I know. It was released last year. And, and from the catalog this man has, and he's one of the greatest to ever do it, why would I put King's Disease 2 at number five? Because, honestly, when I listen to it, the album flow, it just... It sounded really good. Him and Hip Boy just seemed like they don't miss. And honestly, this was so much better than the first one as because it, it seemed like it was just growth just happening where all of a sudden the better beats started coming in. Um, EPMD, you know, having them. And I've already reviewed this album last year. But at the same time, I really enjoyed the project. It was cool. It was just, it was something about it where all of a sudden he, he like announced it and it was just like, damn, you know, for real, like it just, it just happened and then all of a sudden he was able to give us a really good project I, like i said in my review last year i really wish that life is a dice game was on you know king's disease too since hit boy did the beat for that one but at the same time i definitely appreciate um the work that they did from it so songs i definitely want to highlight for this one i gotta highlight uh that 40 side i just i really enjoyed that 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 song it was something about it just the beat sounded nice the you know the sample from little baby and everything and it just kind of flowed and it's just something you can still listen to store run like i always mention like you know like i i got this now you know what i'm saying i'm gonna send y'all on the store run like i'm not the little dude you are i just really enjoyed that and on top of that moment you know he was just you know it just it took away from like because you could tell he's grown now he's he's older and at the same time, he's talking that, that grown man shit. And I love when Nas get into that, you know, especially for the fact that, like, he's kind of just doing what he can do today. And it sounds good no matter what. Hit, always a pleasure to have on the project and everything like that. So, and remember, KD3 is coming out hopefully this year. Because, I mean, you give us, you know, back-to-back -back years, you got to keep it going. So, definitely enjoyed that project. So, number four on my list i gotta go with stillmatic 21 years ago this album dropped this album actually was something that um i kind of heard a little bit even as you know a youngster at the time and i really thought this project wasn't bad i thought it was good i really enjoyed it it was enough for me to 
kind of remember it just from a lot of the impacts. First things first, because you know, we, we got to discuss it since it's on the album Ether. Everyone knows if you listen to the show or you know, on a personal level, I will always pick Takeover over Ether. But I will say this the impact that Ether has, it still makes a big impact to this day to the fact that people still talk about it. People, you know, like Remy Ma made a diss record to Nicki Minaj with Sheether, you know, and all that. And on top, you know, like on memes, you see, you hear that, you know, you hear it all the time and everything. But I have to say, you know, for the impact that record did big, still pay Takeover more, but that's just me. At the same time, the album was cool. I mean, for the fact that like one mic was on there and everything, I thought that was, I thought that was cool. And I remember like listening to the song um, "Rule," cheesy, but not enough for me to be like, nah, I don't want to listen to it no more. You know, whatever. I, now when I listen to it, I think of the movie Honey. You know, it, and it fit the time period when everything was happening. But you know, Stillmatic was a really good project. I believe it got five mics in the store. You know, same year as you know, uh, Blueprint and everything. So, definitely a good thing. But songs I want to highlight, Got Yourself a Gun. That song bangs to this day. That beat, mmm, mmm. <laughs> Yo, Mega Hurts did his thing on that one. Or did they thing? I don't know. I, I never really heard anymore about these guys or this dude, whatever. But anyway, but Got Yourself a Gun is still cool and everything like that. You're the man. I love that beat from Tim and Bob because of the fact that, um, I still associate that song with the Joe song that Nas was featured on. Um, but at the same time, that's just a cool little vibe beat and everything. I really like that song. And Destroy It and Rebuild. You know, you know, the, the the second disc record that you heard on the on the album. It was one of those things where like this project brought them holding up. And I and I think that Nas was just in, in a different mode at that time. So I definitely appreciated that. Number three on the list. This is why I keep telling y'all. This is why I keep telling y'all my list is going to be different from a lot of the other people that puts out lists. I know it's not even been a year, but I'm going to explain why. Number three goes to Magic. Yes, Magic with Hip Boy. First of all, I'm just going to throw this out. With the exception of like guest features, I don't think that Nas should work with anybody else when it comes down to album mode. I think for the, to the rest of his career, he should just work with Hip Boy. I'm sorry. They 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 make they have a better chemistry. I told you earlier. It really kills that Nas can't pick beats. It's just how he is. He's he 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 knows how to get on and he knows how to give good lyrics. But Hit Boy, they fit like a new glove. I think they just they mesh really well. This is the reason why I really enjoy this project because of the fact that I really enjoy the fact that it's more quality over quantity, meaning. You can have an album that's nine, ten songs, tracks and shit, and it just flows, you know, and it's not really a skip. That's the reason why I like those more. I, I started respecting them more because of the fact that now you can't you can't skip. You got to have the song that has to just fit perfect. And with, you know, hits, beats, and nonsense bars, what can you say? If I'm going to put King's Disease on my list, I got to put this one on the list because I think this was the best out of the three they did. And they thought to have another one coming out whenever. So, shit. And I, in, in the the first episode of the year, y'all, this was the album I reviewed. And it still holds up. So, there's not a skip to me on this project. All the beats were perfect. I love the fact that they was able to get, you know, DJ Premier to do the scratches. 
you know, one of the best Rocky verses I ever heard, everything like that. But the, the songs I want to highlight for my three, Speechless, just the beginning of the album. Great. I loved it. He had, it's like he got you in right then and there. Meet Joe Black, the second song. I love that one. You know, it's just, those beats sounded just hard. You know what I'm saying? This, like, if, if Nas was going on concert, I'm like, yo, I gotta go. Because, one, I never seen him live, and then two, I mean, if he's performing so, shit like this, it'd be cool. And Wolf for the Children, I really enjoyed that because it kind of was like a mellow, like, like if the album, like I said, it flows. And it's just like, okay, hot, hot, let's kind of slow it down, but it's still hot. That's what I love about this project. So, I don't care what y'all say. I know, you know, you put, I put two recent Nas albums in my top five. That's my list. All right, so let's get to the final two. Now, after deliberating this list, I really just couldn't come out with just a number two. I It's a tie, y'all. I'm just going ahead and give it a buck. So let's mention the first one of the tie. It was written. 1996 was just a really good year for hip-hop. I felt like I was born in the wrong year because I wish I was a little older to experience the year that had reasonable doubt. You know, All Eyes on Me, the Don Columinati Seven Day Theory, you know, Stakes is High. What else? Uh, shit, the score. You know, All Eyes, I think I already said that one. Um, in this project, it was written. 1996 was just a good year for music. Even more music that I just, on top of my head, can't think about right now. But 1996 was a dope ass year. And this project was, was really good. Now, I did, you know, I know Lee Lee played this album for me, um, you know, not like he was supposed to, but I definitely caught on and then remember listening back later on in my in my uh, high school years for this album and I was like, damn, you know, these tracks was really hitting and the bars and everything was just great, but yeah, I mean, the second album and people actually will rank this one over Illmatic and that's totally fine. It's you can't go wrong. You I can't disagree, you know, whatever, you know, if this is one of your favorite projects from Nas and one of his best projects, hey, I'm not going to disagree. This is one of his best shit for real. And I like the fact that, you know, he was able to kind of give you a different perspective from the first one. Um kind of around the same but different, pers- you know, perspective and everything. DJ Premier, Trackmasters, Dre, Havoc, everybody, LES, everybody really out there just doing their thing and stuff. And I really enjoyed, you know, the project for what it was and everything. Now, let's kind of get into everything. I know there was some, you know, the Tupac beef with Nas and everything. So, you know, Street Dreams, but Street Dreams is one of my favorite songs. Even the remix was dope. I mean,. <laughs> I, I thought the remix was, that's when the remix when when you had it they changed the beat it wasn't the same thing or either you had a hotter verse on the remix I'm just saying remix was I mean it was a little different back in the day but you know songs I definitely want to have like I said Street Dreams I love that song I gave you power my second favorite song about a gun and I'm gonna be completely honest with you I know that this one kind of set everything off for you know me and my girlfriend but y'all gotta understand I mean, Pac definitely studied the album. It shows. And on top of that, it wound up being a good song. But for this one, I mean, even Charisma likes this song. I gave you power. This is something about that song. I remember when Lee first played that for me, when I really kind of understood what he was talking about. You know, and shit, I really enjoyed that. And Nas is coming. For some odd reason, I don't know why everyone shit on that song. That song is dope. That song, the beat, 
is one of Dre's best beats. I don't care. It's my show. Matter of fact, since it's my show, that's going to be one of your two for Tuesdays this week. Nas is coming. I love that record. For real, for real. But, you know, it was written. Dope album. But let's get into the last one. Of course, like I said, I tied it with it was written. Illmatic. What can you say? This was the first time I listened to like a project and I was thinking, you know what? You know, for him to have, what, 10 tracks, 9 songs on this project, um, when I really started to develop, don't think I said this back in 1994, because, I mean, let's be honest. But, no, for real, when I thought about it, there's not really a skip on this album as well. This album was possibly the greatest hip-hop album that ever, like, dropped. Of course, I when it comes down to debuts, I always play like Reasonable Doubt because it's, it's just something about that album that I love, you know, J4 and everything. But for this one, it gets is just as much recognition, everything like that, especially for the fact that when I listen to the MC Search episode of Drink Champs, it gives me another perspective why I love this project, how how he was able to get everything published for, for Nas and then boom, it, look what we get today. And I always look at people's debuts. If your debut is strong, like strong, you're going to have a good career. And there's a lot of classic people who doesn't have albums like that. But at the same time, it's 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 totally cool. You know, he was able to just give you this. And at a young age, a lot of the younger rappers today aren't going to be able to have an Illmatic. I'm just going to completely be honest. I'm not, I don't want to sound like the old head, but I'm being honest. A lot of the, the rappers today ain't going to be able to come up to shit like this. Now. With that being said, let's highlight some tracks. New York State of Mind. That beat, ugh, just is nasty. That beat is nasty to me to this day. So Premier, one of that's like my favorite producer. If I had to think about it, I mean he's worked with my favorites Nas, Jay, and Royce Five Nine, and many more. Period. I love that one. Life's a bitch. Great verse from A Z. Just dope. I love that song. I really do. And it ain't hard to tell. A good way to kind of close out the project, for real. You know, uh, Large Professor and all them. Uh, shit. This project was was one of the best projects. And if you never heard it, which... If, you, if you've if never heard it, why are you listening to the podcast? Turn off the podcast and go ahead and listen to the album and come back to the podcast. I'm just saying, because this album was super dope. But, yo, shout out to Nas for giving us great quality of work and everything. Um, I mean, y'all, for real... He's definitely one of the best to ever do it. Best rapper from Queens. And they had some great hitters, you know, LL and 50 and all them. But, I mean, shit. Nas, one of the best to ever do it. But I already mentioned one of the two for twosies. Let's go ahead and get into that segment. So, before I get started with two for twosies this week, I kind of want to do something different. Um, And I might do this every episode. I might not. We'll see what happens. I want to highlight some other podcasts that I really enjoy. And that you guys may enjoy as well. Now, ever since I've been doing podcasting, it's been some shows that I wasn't familiar with until I started doing it. Uh, Whether it being like following them on social media or just happen to come across it from just a video I saw on Instagram or whatever. And still, I am a listener. Um, I definitely enjoy them. And I think you guys should check them out as well if you guys enjoy my show or Random Convos as well. Uh, First show I want to highlight is actually a show that's in Oklahoma City, Ode to Black Love. Y'all, I really love this concept of basically talking about black love. Um, Leck and Germ, they do a really good job and everything. And the fact, one thing I want to highlight that I love about them is that they are really connected with everyone 
just by doing like shows and celebrating a one year. They really are, uh, they're on their way. They're going to be that podcast that years from now, we're going to be talked about as one of the top ones. But I just love that that show, just the concept of it. Check it out on YouTube. Oh, the Black Love. That's O-D-E to Black Love. You guys should definitely check that out. Another one I want to highlight is No Filters to Podcast. I believe they're based in Ohio. Uh, that is hosted by Honey T and Mo. And I like their show because I, I watch it mainly on YouTube. Then I listen to like the audio. Audio, but it's just like if I'm at work or something. But the YouTube, I really enjoy it. They, they do interviews with like artists and, you know, people that may cook or, you know, people that's podcast hosts. They really um, have a really good concept of their show. I really enjoy it. Check them out. It's No Filters to Podcast. And the last one I want to highlight this week, Uncomfortable Growth Podcast, hosted by Peg and Jess. I I was actually introduced to them a few weeks ago. Um, Top Black Podcast um, on Instagram had posted one of their videos. So I checked it out. And then, you know, from there, I followed them and then started checking out some of their shows. They're on season three right now. Um, and they actually released their episodes on Tuesday. So, you know, hey, if you want to check out their show as well, go to YouTube or, you know, go to uh, like, you know, their social media and everything. They they're a really good show. So uh, shout out to all y'all that I highlighted this week. And, if, you know, maybe when I come back for the next episode, I'll get some more because that's a lot of podcasts I listen to or I'm very familiar with that you guys should definitely listen to. But speaking of listening, let's get into some two for Tuesdays. Now, I've already mentioned one of them because everybody don't like this song, but I love it. Nas is coming, produced by Dr. Dre. Motherfucking Dre. Ah. What's up, my nigga? What's up, Nas? Chilling, God. Niggas just up in here hitting some of this chronic, nigga. Yeah, and this chocolate over here. <laughs> Mix this shit up. Nigga, hit some of this shit, nigga. Yeah, get that. I'm tired of these niggas, niggas stealing beats. Niggas is stealing your whole techniques and shit. Niggas wanna take everything from a nigga, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, Nas, it's like this, man. Niggas can't do it like I do it, though, you know what I'm saying? It's like niggas right. can't do what you do. Right. You know, can't nobody fuck with this, you know? All these niggas out here just talking this East Coast, West Coast bullshit. Niggas need to kill that shit, make some money, you know? Wow. Fuck it. What is, what is it going? Let's get together. Right. Make some That's what I'm saying. Music. That's what I'm saying. Get paid. Get right. Right. Just right. let that be it. <sighs> all these niggas on all this bullshit. Let them sit back and watch what happens. The golden child shot that ass up. You was holding out. Let the streets be the court. And corners hold the trail. Fatal, not fictitious. I rock the cable 86s. Foreign cars, young with crazy bitches. Man, smoke makes me able to quote. Soliciting ill editions of that murder I wrote. A provocative plan could bring a knot to my hand. As the pyramids to stand on the top of the sand. In the heat of the moment, like Farrakhan said, we need atonement. Bulletproof glass, S classes. Chrome kitted up, calicones lit it up. I didn't get touched, checking my nuts. I stood up and lit a Dutch. Clutching cats, quick to bust. But no one. How these niggas tattle I sneak move Get to drop one shot Without the gun battle So when you run the leg travels I come through as taboo 96 ways made the clap Jack Daniels through the crack window I spot the fake red 
Stares out his face like a Hindu Snatched the symbol Tied his hands to Make examples Substantial amount you owe To the fam Crew Firm affiliation Paper chasing Chips glossy Rich Pablo Escobano Sophisticado Blazing hollows like saddles Rap apostle Nacho cheese I'm Castro Compared to these niggas Who swear to be the real But imposters The hopper Nas plague kills Counting bills To send to all my jail niggas Who fail From New York to LA QB to CPT For GP a hundred G cars, cars of Vegas cigars, cannot shit, mad jinky, the clout, murder material, serial scratched out, my name's passed out like it's something venereal, but back to stereo. Cover surface, I bit the fruit from the serpent. Apocalyptic, get bent, stay split dick. Control the rap game, you got it twisted. Dr. Dre way the bridge say, shake dice and kiss it. Sip Chris, push the six with the biscuit. Jeep full of chickens, pull up aside, have a listen, y'all. Nod, y'all fly gangster. Wavy here, teeth chipped in. My shit bump in the courtroom, drunk. Links truck, Rocky bracelet. Cardiac colonel, never chasing. Rap hero, black De Niro, federal bureau. Tap my line and got zero. Rap pro, diamond. Roll, hustling low, profile, white ghost style, raking bloody dough by the pal, shot down, still alive, he's struggling for the phone, fofo blown when homicide comes, these three words are sung. really good especially for the second album I, and i felt like that was kind of like extra like beef that uh tupac had with dr drake because he was working with the people from the east coast i it, once i'm starting to like connect the puzzle pieces together that's all i'm trying to do so let me get into another one but this is necessarily not a nice song but this song right here 
everybody involved did their thing. It was like Nas. I'm going to be honest with you. I definitely stole this from a YouTube comment, so don't think I came up with this. I'm going to keep it all the way a buck. I don't know who the person said it, so if you out there and you listening, kudos to you. But it was like Nas seasoned it. Raekwon marinated it. And Ghostface Killer, he definitely cooked it. So, y'all, verbal intercourse. No tricks, no tricks, baby. Yeah. No tricks. Hey, no tricks. Yo, Check it out, y'all. Cameras in action, glamour, glitters, and gold. I unfold the scroll, plant seeds, the stampede, the glow when I'm deceased. But in the beast, arise like yeast to conquer peace, leaving savages to roam in the streets, live on the run. Police paying me to give him my gun. Trick my wisdom with the system that imprison my son. Smoke a gold leaf, I hold heat nonchalantly. I'm grungy, but things I do is real, it never haunts me. Wow, funny style, niggas rolling a pal. Booster heads profile on a bus to Rikers out. Holding weed inside they pussy with their minds on the pretty things in life. Props is a true thug. Wife is like a cycle. Niggas come home, some will go in, do a bullet, come back, do the same shit again. From the womb to the tomb, presume the unpredictable. Gun salute life rapidly, that's the ritual. Perhaps bullets bust, niggas discuss mad money, true lies, and white guys. We can see you through the eyes, catch the most on tape. Kilos disintegrate, pirate spots, we break fiends, licking plates. In the building, niggas building, like little children staring. The older niggas ain't caring. Sirens circling, fiends are lurking in your baggage, oh, one's going there. What smack him in his cabbage in the world work Crack sales bubble like Woolworths in the projects Richest niggas rocking all the real work Police questioning, rooftop cats investing in Trading in their Lexuses, GS is sending messages Two and two makes four, Chris Dow's crazily poor Gun wars, my crew feel them like swords With the green levers, hundred pound snakes and cakes Fiends found the lakes, jealousy jakes We shake what I strive for is what I live for Infatuated by material things And it's wildlife for war life Somewhere over the rainbow, I see a Big pot of gold, future stacks so I hold Thousands of cracks bagged up inside the shoebox Don't keep jack in my lap, don't wanna see Tupac Got two spots of new locks, fluttering rocks Shootouts making me hot, crooked cops, bad Tony in the ball drop In and there, I'm banging niggas for slot time Hurry up, Duke, I'm next on line And what the fuck is you looking at? By the way, young blood, take me off with that green bay hat Watch the back inside the hall, new niggas slide through like doors Yo, they're staring in the mess so your adrenaline runs Cigarette niggas be swindling, new jack surrendering, come home not remembering Made bail with different size kicks on, a white dress shirt, looking gay in the yard And you got hurt in flashbacks for the day room, mop ringing style Your faggot ass got bashed, trying to turn it down, you told your boo you was wildin' Once you heard woo, added a blue, your family's from Shaolin High class cooks, no one vests out of phone books Infirmary niggas are screaming, I'm good, shoot Sharpen two brushes, 190 mixed with baby oil and shit Your man's in the kitchen stashing ice picks While well, I'ma end this with a big red cherry on top Me, Nas, and Ray got the best product on the block Word up, throw your hands shit. up, good shit, back nigga, the next time, no Say whatever y'all want to Keep your eyes open and you're wild and you're flying Pop, pop, grits, a ghost, chef, and Nas, niggas, in the profit Go ahead and get out of here, you guys. But I just want to definitely.
basically tell you guys thank you for listening to this week's episode. So, um, I don't know if you guys remember, I think either last week or two weeks ago, I definitely mentioned that I'm going to try to get to every other week, go bi-weekly, that way I can give you guys a really good show and everything like that. Um, so... Here's the thing. It's starting right now where we don't know if it's going to get into um, bi-weekly, like going out for the rest of the year. It may be sometimes I may just have to, you know, hey, I got a dope interview or a great concept of the show or just a certain date that it lands on and everything like that. So next week, I will not be releasing an episode. Um, but I just want to give you guys a heads up. So if you guys are looking on here and you're like, oh wait, Cody didn't record or you know, whatever. I'm just giving you the heads up bi-weekly. Um starting um next week. Uh so I will be back in May. Um also tomorrow's holiday, 420. So if you guys blazing up or you know whatever, happy 420. I released the episode last year on 420. And um yeah, you know, since today was the 19th, might as well go ahead and release it. But happy uh 420 to you guys out there. So Shout out to y'all. Oh, <laughs> but uh, let me get into the closing remarks. If you guys want to follow me, you can go ahead and do that at, at, at Access Code Pod. That is on Instagram. That is on Twitter. Um, Go ahead and listen to the podcast, whatever you listen to the podcast, because if you're listening to it, you're using it on some app. So shout out to that. And then also uh, the Two for Tuesdays playlist updated every week. Um, on title as well as Apple Music. For Apple Music, go ahead and search the name Cody Thomas if you are interested in you know wanting to listen to it. By the time I get to episode fifty, any music that I play in the year 2020, 2022, I should say, will be kind of over there because I realize I'm over a hundred songs in this playlist, and I don't know if you guys will be interested in that. But hey, just throwing it out right now. Um, and also, uh, go ahead and uh, email me if you would like if you would like to have a song possibly played on the Two for Tuesday segment or maybe a guest feature, depending on the situation. We could talk business. I'm going to go ahead and give the heads up because I'm a mean person. If I do not respond to you, it's because either I don't think you're real or I don't really like something about it. I'm sorry to say that, but I just don't want it to be any type of confusion. Like he said, go ahead and email him. But I'm just kind of saying. And you know what I like to say at the end of all my podcast episodes. I love you guys. I truly do. Thank you for once again for listening to my podcast. Fly pod! Yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs>